Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. So many of us this year, mm. as we're pursuing becoming the women that we want mm-hmm. to be, are going to have to bury the girl we used to be. You should never allow your entire identity to be based on your aspirations. That's good. Life is ready to tussle, okay? I want to tussle. (laughs) And so I don't care what you give me. I'm taking what I want. That is another thing. The question of time. This is why we're having this episode. (laughs) The question question of of time. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, we are just going to be having some girl chat. It's another late night recording, sisters. (laughs) Today is just just and chill. Just and chill. Career, marriage, kids. I don't know. Big question mark. Damn, she said girl chat. She's bringing me the big three. 100%. I don't know what I want to do for my career. I don't know if I want to get married or if I will get married. (laughs) The streets are looking raggedy. They're looking rough. And I don't know if I want kids. That's not my personal situation, but it's someone's. We are both 24. We are both at this kind of age where... If you don't have it figured out, people tell you it's fine. You're, yeah. You've got so much time. Yeah. <laughs> but then you also have the reminders that you're not getting any younger. Yep, you're not. Adulting is chasing after oh. you. So what do you do when you don't know? You just don't know about the big three. Wow. Career, relationships, kids, the future. I'm excited for this That's one. today's conversation. Okay. But as always, before we get into the existential questions... We have a ding, ding, ding dilemma. dilemma. So let's get into it. Hey, sisters. I'm an Mm. avid listener of your podcast, which I love. Thank you so much. I'd like to ask for some advice on finding a career, which is fitting for you, (laughs) (laughs) which is fitting for you and one which you can enjoy. I've read books and articles, watched multiple videos, done online courses and talked to several people in my life about making career choices. And all of this has added up to nothing. Mm. I am still undecided. Mm. My biggest trouble is that I struggle with knowing who I am and what I truly enjoy. I simply chose the subjects I did because they gave me the broadest career options and I hoped when the time came, I would have landed on something. I understand that at 18 years old, it's very common not to know who you are, but the reality is I have to make a decision and it has to be made soon. A great deal of advice is quote unquote, explore different options. There's so much time and take a gap year if need be. However, coming from a low income background, I do not have the luxury of time as I have desperately wanted to liberate myself from my family's financial situation for a while and I do not have the money or the access to explore different avenues which I may enjoy and or take a gap year which 
admittedly saddens me. At this point, I plan to simply apply to anything in STEM as there is a high demand, high pay, scholarship and bursary opportunities. And I actually excel in these subjects, which are the ones I ultimately chose. Would you be able to help a sister out with any guidance on choosing a career for you and finding your identity as a person? I feel really lost and little hope is left after doing so much Mm. and still having barely any idea. Thank you for all you do. Oh, hey, sis. <laughs> Baby sis, 18. We love 18. to see it. Um, uh, first of all, I'm going to start with the advice that I would give to my younger sister. I think we've gotten to a point in your decision-making process where it's less so about the advice and more so about the doing. Now, not necessarily doing in the sense of the exploration, right? Because that can be really frustrating. And as someone from a low-income family, Um, I definitely resonate and definitely understand the fact that your choices may be limited as to how free you are to explore your choices. But within the remits that you actually have, so you identifying A, what you're good at, B, um, kind of like whilst you are limited in what you can explore, there are still options that you can actually go down. Um, So the first thing that I would say before I give any kind of advice is you need to actually act. You need to do something um, and not kind of like, see this as a decision for a lifetime, but more so as a season. I think sometimes we can get so bogged down with the big picture. I want to decide what I want to do for the rest of my life whilst I'm 18. And I think that's actually one of the biggest flaws of generally our education system and our social systems insofar as we make it seem as though the decisions that we make at like 18, 19, 20, 21 are going to reverberate for the rest of our lives. And in a sense, they will in the sense of it sets you up for other decisions that you'll make later down the line. But I think right now we're at a place where it's like, oh, you've got all of this advice and pretty much a lot of the things that we may say to you um, in our advice, you may have heard before. But the biggest advice I can give you right now is I need you to commit to acting right after you hear this. Soon as you hear this podcast and soon as you realize that this dilemma is for you, I need you to commit to doing something after it. So that's the first thing that I would say. Secondly, Um, I think you're actually very good at identifying the things that you're good at. So STEM, I know it's difficult because, and this, I hope this doesn't come across as like arrogant or big headed, but I was definitely in a similar position where I was actually really good at a lot of different things. Like I was good at like maths. I hated maths. (laughs) I was good at maths and science subjects, but I hated it. Um, but equally I was good at humanities and I actually really loved it. Um, it depends on... It depends on what sacrifices you are willing to make for what is important to you right now and what may be important to you later on and which are, you know, which has a higher priority, right? So what is the priority to you right now? Do you want to pursue something that you enjoy over making enough revenue right now to pursue something that you enjoy later on down the line as well? Um, Because pursuing something that may be, you know, increasing your potential to like earn and stuff like that, um, might be worth it in the short term in order to have long-term success. Sometimes we have to, you know, get a career or, you know, get a job that we don't particularly like or enjoy every single part of in order to fund or to prepare us later for decisions or things that we actually want to do later down the line. Mm -hmm. That's also fine too. And if you also do decide to go down the STEM route, STEM is actually a great field and Mm -hmm. Lord knows we actually need a lot more women in STEM. Mm -hmm. Um, And the skills that you learn through STEM, through employment, all of that kind of good stuff is actually really handy when it comes to, you know, things that you want to do later down the line. Taking it even, 
I guess more deeply in in the sense of we also need to talk about why are you unsure about what you actually enjoy doing you do need to spend a little portion of your time really figuring out what are my likes and dislikes and really doing some deep soul searching as to what do I actually want to spend time doing what actually you know sets my soul on fire and it sounds so like unnecessarily existential but I guess it's in keeping with this episode title but really sitting down with yourself and actually exploring within the remits that you have what are the things that you know you like to do and again this may take time it may not be something that you figure out you know tomorrow or in the next week or so it may take months where you know you're pursuing something in stem but on the side you may be pursuing something that you like like crafts or content creation or writing or something else um but having like One thing that I actually did when I was trying to figure out what I like to do was have short, intense bursts of time where I focused on one particular skill that actually interested me. And I tried to see if I could hone in on my skill or um, try to see if this was something that I actually enjoyed doing. Um, Bearing in mind, there will not be a thing that you enjoy doing all the time. Even if you love it, big picture, this is something that you feel like you're called to do. Um, There will always be elements of jobs or always be elements of relationships or always be elements of things that you pursue that you don't like. Mm. So that could also be something that you really do need to dig into. Are there things that I'm good at that I enjoy, but I don't enjoy all of it? Is this worth me spending my time on? Um, And am I willing to pursue it even though there are drawbacks to Mm. this? Um, So that's also another piece of advice that I would give. So the first being, girl, you got to act. The second being try and explore and see if this is a seasonal thing where you have to make a seasonal decision around making money and like generating revenue in order to fund something later down the line or going full throttle um, and, and really going with the flow. And then lastly, soul searching and really, really experimenting um, within the remits and obviously within the confines of um, the resources that are available to you. What do I actually enjoy doing? Um, and then under pinning all of that um enjoy the process I know it's tight like I hear it and I think sometimes we can look at the barriers and the things that are stopping us from what we want to do Mm. or um you know kind of like creating this whole like lens it's almost like you can it's almost like seeing the world through like tinted windows and feeling like everything is gray because the tints just makes everything feel as though ah I can never see anything in full color because this is what I'm doomed to see Mm. um and Of course, this is a podcast of nuance. This is a place where we talk about, you know, institutional barriers. And this is a podcast where both of us have faced significant challenges in our personal life, both from a structural point of view, but also an interpersonal point of view. Mm -hmm. So by all means, we definitely understand where you're coming from. But at the same time, I want you to recognize that don't always these things do not always have to be seen as limitations. Sometimes they can actually be, be used to your advantage or. Um, there are ways that you can actively be working against um, trying to offset how much this impacts you in the pursuit of your soul searching mm. job, career, all of that jazz. Mm. But yeah, I've spoken quite a while. Miss no, Courtney said some good stuff. I think it's interesting. I think I agree. There's sometimes too much pressure and too much riding on I'm 18 years old I need to figure out what's what should happen at the big like for the rest of my life you should accept the fact that you're going to be motivated by different things in different seasons right now being motivated by money or getting out of my family's financial situation is a good motivation Mm -hmm. like in all honesty because I think one of the best 
times uh, and environments to find out what you actually are passionate about is when you feel a sense of freedom, mm. right? It's hard sometimes to, to discover your passions and your um, the things that set your soul on fire when you've got bills and you've got real life reality, like real life pressures in front of you. Why would you then pick up a, a paintbrush to paint when you've got pay bills to pay? Do you get what I mean? It's kind of the, the, and it's not to say your passion can't make you money, but mm. sometimes taking the time and the energy to discover that passion is taking away from something else which can make you money right now to to change your present circumstances which need your your attention and your energy um so i think accepting and being fine with the fact that okay maybe i'm going to make the decision now to pursue stem because it's going to give me great career outcomes is great one thing that i have learned post graduation is the girls love a good pivot okay <laughs> like you can always redirect uh, where your career is going you can always choose at some point maybe even during your degree if you are going to go to university or whatever form of studying you're going to undertake for this stem field it's important for you to realize that you're not stuck mm. just because you've made a choice at 18 years old and maybe you've even committed finances to it through you know student loans or paying for whatever uh, accreditation you're not stuck, right? You can actually always make a pivot. You can always make a move. Um, I studied political sciences at university. All of my friends, well, a lot of my friends went off to work corporate. Some became lawyers. Some went to work for like in government. I decided to start my own company in e-commerce. Do you get what I mean? And then now I've decided to stop that and be a digital content creator. And I'm going down this heavy digital route, but I'm still looking to go and study something that is political and political science based. Um, and so there's always room to actually explore different parts of yourself, but you don't need to know all of those parts of yourself right now. Mm -hmm. Actually, those parts of you may be revealed to you as time unfolds, as you are exposed to new things as well. And in seeking advice, which I think is very wise to do, you're still limited to the exposure that other people have had. And so there may be things that you may be passionate about that people just may not have seen before. And you might not have seen it before, which is why you don't currently know that you're passionate about it and you haven't made that discovery yet. I think as you get older and as you see new parts of life like for example you're about to go to for if you are going to go to uni you're about to step into a completely new environment with a completely new set of people from all pockets and corners of the world and of life that will expose you to basically a new world and that will open up new possibilities for you so you may actually discover what you're really passionate about mm in the next season of your life, right? So don't put all this pressure on yourself to, I need to have it all figured out now. Who said that? You know, and I think it's it's a lot of pressure we put on teenagers. What are you gonna do for the rest of your life? That is not the world we're living in anymore, sis. You can pivot every 18 months, 18 days. I love to wake up every week for a good rebrand. <laughs> it's time to start from scratch, <laughs> you know? Um, and sometimes that's necessary. It's, it's good to remind yourself that it's never too late to start something new. It's not starting again. It's not um, having to start from scratch. It's actually building on top of everything. And having the groundworks of maybe a technical career or a a, a, a 
uh, STEM background will actually give you a lot of leverage for whatever you go down, um, whatever road you go down and it will give you a uniqueness. So it's not like if you, you know, go and study something in STEM now and then later on you decide to do something that is completely unrelated to STEM that you've wasted this time in STEM or you've wasted your your degree or you've wasted whatever career experience you have because you can simply build on top of that, right? It becomes a part of your identity. It becomes a part of your skill set. And the key word really is transferable skills. You take all your life experience, you take everything you've learned, you take you take the way your brain has been wired and you use that to, like you were saying with the tinted window, you use that to frame the way you see the world and it gives you a new outlook on solving existing problems, but also it gives you a fresh outlook on a new discovery, right? If you then discover a new part of yourself, you can marry these two mindsets together of, okay, I've got this STEM background, but I've also got this love of architecture. I've also got this love of, I don't know what your your passion may be, but it comes down to exploration and exploration really is about expanding your mind. So I know you said you've read all the books, but you've probably been reading all the books and all the articles on finding your dream career. Mm -hmm. Now it's time to start reading the books and the articles on geography, on medicine, on like random stuff. Exactly like you said, just microbursts of that's interesting. Let me look more into that. Random Google searches, random discoveries on YouTube. There was a po- there was a, a point in my life where I was telling all my friends, I think I might want to start working for the police, like because I had discovered true crime. Re- Renee remembers, <laughs> she remembers. You know, I was telling the girls I want to be a detective. Call me Miss Luther. Like I, I, I'm going to be. In criminal minds. That was me. Can right? you imagine calling? Uh, I'll be sick. Hey guys, I'll imagine calling um, Courtney to Detective the Courtney. Hundred percent. I'll be sick at it too. <laughs> I'll be sick. No, I'll I back myself in any situation. I'm excellent at all, at all things that I touch. Listen, I know. You know what? The only thing that I'm concerned that is like you know, in like criminal minds mm-hmm. when you're cornered with like a psycho and they're coming at you personally. <laughs> <laughs> Coming at you with a gun Personally, or a knife or I won't go into high conflict situations. <laughs> I'm here to do the brain work. I heard that they make people in the police do bleep tests. That was one of the things that <laughs> held me back. That was one of the things I'm that held me back. A hundred percent. I'll consult. Like I'll happily cut off. And that's another thing, right? You don't actually have to, we're living in a world where you don't have to fully immerse yourself in one field, right? You can consult for so many different things. Mm. Um, you can ex- you can be a multifaceted queen, sis, but also being multifaceted doesn't mean you're going to know all those facets at the same time. Sometimes you have to give yourself, well, most times you have to allow them to just unfold to you naturally. And that's the mm. beauty of life, right? Maybe pursuing STEM, getting that good career as a wise, strategic and logical move, like getting yourself in a good financial situation so that you can have the peace of mind to start thinking about creativity. That is a logical plan. Mm. In my opinion, Mm. that is a very logical plan. Sometimes you have to do something that you feel uh, about, but I'm good at it. And I know being good at it will yield fruit. And whilst I might not like STEM, like be in love with it, I love money. Yeah. How about it? I like cash. <laughs> I like the idea of freedom. Okay. I love the idea of don't have to worry about a bill. Mm-hmm. Then I'll have peace to be able to sit back and think, okay, now what's the dream? Mm-hmm. Right. And sometimes you need freedom to be able to dream. So, sis, we ain't got the answers. We actually don't know. 
personally, you ain't got the answer, sweet. <laughs> but personally, <laughs> I think you're on a good road. And I also think there's these elements to things which we cannot have it all figured out, right? Mm. I think there's this, this thought process that happens in the West where it's like, you can have this clinical plan, this, then this, then this, then this. And we're going to talk about it more on this episode. And I guess mm. it's a great transition. There's these ideas that I've made a plan. I know what age I want to have my kids. I know what where I want my career to be in five, 10 years. I am that boss babe who has to have five, five, 10 year, 15 year career plan. I know exactly where I'm going to be. This is when I'm going to have kids. This is who I'm going to marry. This is where I'm going to live. And then life happens. Oh, honey. Or time happens. Yeah. And things aren't going according to your timeline, right? Mm. We've just come um, into a new year and a lot of us have plans. A lot of us have vision, right? Then a year like 2020 comes along. And so I think it's important in this episode to really establish some like, if we're going to be visionaries and this sisterhood is full of women who are visionaries all over the world, it's establishing a strong foundation of visionaries aren't future tellers. Mm. They are people with a lot of faith. Mm -mm -mm. Do you get what I mean? They are people with a lot of hope. But what happens when life kind of kicks that faith and that hope out of you, right? And I kind of want to speak to to that in women today because I think a lot of us have dreams. We have so many dreams and those dreams are so energizing and they're so beautiful. And we have all these dreams around all of our, all of these different areas of our life. But then there are a lot of women who have faced the reality of what happens when your dreams don't come true. Mm. What happens when your dreams don't come true in the time you wanted them to, or what happens when your dreams don't come true in the way you wanted them to, Mm. right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, that's what this episode is kind of all about. So my first question to you, Miss Renee, because I got to read it down. Okay. When it comes to things like career, relationships, kids, all these things that people are pressuring uh, women like we're to have figured out at this stage of our life in their 20s, their 30s, their teens, how do you actually figure out? Actually, first of all, do you think you need to know what you want? Yes and no. Mm, Okay, go on. I think it's important to have like a direction and a clear sense of like what you desire. And there's nothing wrong with desiring these things. However, I think it's important to not like pivot your entire life around. I want these very highly specific things in this highly specific time frame, especially when there are variables that you cannot control or allow for. Yeah. So I think... I'll take each in turn, yeah. right? So when we think about our career, right? Well, many of us are very ambitious women. Yeah. A lot of the women that listen to this podcast, highly 100%. ambitious, we really, really cool. Honestly, gorgeous, really, really cool women, girls. gorgeous, gorgeous babes who have gorgeous, gorgeous ambitions. It makes sense. However, there are variables. Life is one of those things where there will always be variables that you cannot control. And I think for women, because the ideals around success for women have shifted to encompass patriarchal things mixed in with this notion of like agency and freedom around like career and stuff like Mm. that you we now have created this like superwoman who's Mm. able to get it all and have it all and be it all at a very specific time in Mm. her life so it's like you move into your early 20s that's the time when you know you need to be gearing up towards you know getting married but also gearing up to being a boss babe gearing up to 
um, you know, literally have it all. Yeah. By your mid to late twenties, you should be getting ready to settle down. Yeah. You should be thinking Biological about having kids. Ticking. Exactly. Biological clock is ticking. Your eggs are crying. Like, you know, you need to <laughs> not stop. the eggs are in the sorrow. Are crying. They're like, hello, we need an eligible suitor. <laughs> and then by your thirties or your mid your mid thirties and your early forties, you're seen as this um the the fair maiden that got away, the spinster. Yeah, yeah. And the hopeless cause. The hopeless cause. And it's like it for particularly for that age it's like you should also be established in your career mm. you should be making money mm. um you should be able to simultaneously be balancing your two three-year-olds whilst you're there being a ceo of a fortune 500 yeah. company and as much as it's good to aspire to these things you should never allow your entire identity to be based on your aspirations that's good your identity like i think there's this especially for women there's this consistent struggle between living in the present and building for the future girl i hate you so sorry i just pushed you so hard because the last point the last point that i wrote in this renee has not seen the episode notes for today living in the present whilst running towards the future what do you do in the meantime so do you want to just skip to there because that's exactly how we're going to close the episode now you being all prophetic that you knowing what was on the timesheet (laughs) No, but literally, right? Because live. How do you live in the present yep. when everyone is pushing for your mind, future. your attention yeah. to be on the future? You're running so hard to achieve this future, all these plans, all these visions, all this ambition. What about right now? Yeah, and the funny thing is, sometimes we are rushing towards a future that may never actually happen. So time is ticking mm, and on. you've missed out on all of these precious moments in the present yeah. for an imagined future that never, it never really is like you imagine it. And this is why I wanted to have this episode because mm. it's so like when you write these plans and you write these goals and you, you become so married to this specific picture, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And we're not coming against having an image in your mind because we just released the vision to digital toolkit. Okay, yeah, so you need, need to go and write, you need to go and write that vision. But the issue isn't, the vision isn't just about the image. Yep, yep, the issue, yep. the vision is also about the journey. The yep. vision is also about sh- the shaping, mm-hmm. the pruning. Mm-hmm. The vision is also about the manifestation of who you truly need to be yeah, and who you yeah. were created to be. And oftentimes we don't know that in its fullness, right? And I think a lot of us, when we become so attached to a specific manifestation, mm. we actually limit ourselves. We do. We limit ourselves greatly. I truly believe that like, obviously we're Christians, right? Mm. So my, my framework for all of this often comes from faith and having trust and having hope in God. And so really thinking about, okay, God has an intimate all like knowing about who I am and what I was created for and also what I will come up against in my life right but I just have a part of that picture because if I had the full picture it wouldn't be faith yeah if I had the full picture it wouldn't require hope right it wouldn't be challenging Mm. But I just have this parceled picture and because I'm so or, or this part of the picture and because I'm so engrossed and society is making me so pressured to achieve this part of the picture Mm -hmm, i'm missing mm -hmm. out on everything else right i'm missing out on sometimes the painful beauty that can be manifest in your life's journey right Mm -hmm. because i'm trying to achieve this perfect picture which isn't it's the corner 
it's not even the center. You gotta zoom out, baby. You gotta zoom out because you're so zoomed into that corner, that little. Have you ever seen them like digital arts mm. where it's like super, super zoomed in and it's a beautiful picture, but then when you keep on zooming out, yeah. it's like more pictures. There's more. more picture, There's more, more. And I think that many of us think we're being ambitious, mm. but really we need to allow ourselves to be challenged in yes. how ambitious we can be. This is it. Because I. Obviously, when we think of like women, again, that whole superwoman picture, mm. right? She's got kids, she's married, Fortune 500 companies, yeah. CEO. What if there's more? And what if it doesn't look like that? What if there's more? And it doesn't necessarily have to be the more in, you know, that particular frame. Yeah. Right? Because most people think more. So what? She's making two million instead, instead of one. Instead of one. Million <laughs> like, you know, she's got four kids. <laughs> Maybe the more is something else. Maybe the more is, you know... Um, have you thought about maybe travel and holidays, yeah. getting, being able to make friends with people in, you know, across the world? Mm. Um, maybe you were called to do some really, really important work in a far distant part of the world that you've never even thought of. Mm. Um, the more could be something that's beyond your imagination. Mm. So sometimes our own ambitions can be the limitation, as you were saying, right? Our own ambitions or what we believe that we can see for ourselves can actually be limited in its fullness yeah. and limited in articulating what our potential can grow into. Yeah. And I think another thing that um, popped into my mind as you were speaking is this issue of many of us as women are taught that we need to mature very early. Very quickly. Which is why many of us are, we're growing up with these visions of, I want to get married ASAP. White picket fence. Uh, white picket fence, right? Like I really need to mature. I need to be a full throttled woman. Oh, I need to be Proverbs 31. Proverbs you 30. are 17. Go and pick up a mini skirt and a book. <laughs> In that order. Um, <laughs> Right. And it's just this idea that for women, there is a cap, like our maturity needs to be fully wrought out mm. before we've even hit our mid twenties. hundred percent. And it's not fair because when we think of like our male counterparts, of course, this is not to negate the fact that they are dealing with a lot of different mm -hmm. issues and blah, blah, blah. I just, I'm saying that for the sake of <laughs> the whole team. My brother's you know episode. There's a whole goal. Listen, listen to that. If you ain't listened to that already. 100%. But for women, our narrative, like this whole idea of us getting being mature earlier on it's mm. just so damaging because mm. it limits our growth potential yeah. to a very short period yeah. of an entire life cycle exactly. who knows what the more could be when you're 50 oh, and this is it it's also embracing that sis you have a whole life whole life ahead of you right whole and that's life. not to say don't take every moment for granted because we know life can be snatched from you in any moment that is very real right but by God's grace, you have a whole 60 years ahead of you. Uh, There's a lot <laughs> that's going to happen in such a long am amount mm -hmm. of time, right? And I think one thing that can be very damaging is you're trying to push and squeeze out a lifetime worth of potential in a decade, right? You're trying to make your 20s the defining 20s. And I'm loving now that more, more women are embracing their 40s and um, their 30s, sorry, but there's the 40s, there's the 50s, there's the 60s. Like Boy. you have so many years ahead of you that are going to be full of purpose and mm -hmm. destiny, mm -hmm. right? And that destiny is going to be so manifest. And right now, because there's something that we always have like as a mindset that we, we always want to, to share and channel, I guess, through everything that we do, which is what I did last time is the floor for what I'm about to do next, right? And so it doesn't matter that 
we have degrees from some of the best institutions in the world. That's in the past. Yes. We're going to the future. Oh, baby. Do you get what I mean? <laughs> we're just we've, started. Do you get what I mean? Like, we've made over six figures before 25. We're going to the future now. There's more, right? There's so much that you can kind of get so limited in I'm pursuing this because this is what they say success is at this age. Yeah. This is what success is for me. This is what success is uh, for people that have my background, right? Or this is what all the girls are aspiring to. This is what the gorgeous, gorgeous girls do to, to kind of be funny about it. But in the sense that this is what's happening on social media. Last week, we were talking about luxury. Yeah. This is what is seen to be the, the peak of life. So what happens when you get it? Because so many of us are, I'm trying to peak, I'm trying to peak. Don't peak too early. And don't, in fact, for some of you, don't peak at all. My prayer is that I don't peak. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Exponential, continual upward growth. And the continuum does not stop. It doesn't stop. And whilst, you know, up isn't always up, right? In On the same line. Sometimes up is down in some areas, yeah. right? As I am getting older, as I get older, like old, I'm young now, but as I get <laughs> old, <laughs> um, my energy levels may be on the down, yeah, right? Yeah. But hopefully my money's still going up. Do you get why? You see? I see the figure. There's many lines <laughs> happening at the same time, right? But I yeah. also wanted to talk about sometimes the interruption and the, 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 uh, the interruption for our, our goals and as we're running this mm. race of achieving our journey and stuff mm. are things we don't see coming. Yep. Oh. And the one thing I never want to do and we never want to do when it comes down to this podcast and inspiring all these women across the world and having these real conversations which inspire you to create your own story, right, is for you to not see the punches coming because these punches going to get thrown. The life is ready to tussle, okay? I want to tussle. (laughs) (laughs) Life is ready to throw Uh, hands. And the reason why I say this is it's so easy sometimes to get really illusioned. Mm -hmm. No, illusioned, yeah. to, To get this stupid conception that because you've made a plan and you've written it down, that life is not coming for you. Listen to me, baby, and listen to me well in your headphones because, you know, I love to talk to you real deep in near your (laughs) eardrums. (laughs) Because you've written that vision, life is coming for you. Uh, Hey, life has you on its hit list. You are on a hit list. Wanted. Honest to God, right? There is... Have you noticed... If this is criminal minds... <laughs> They're coming after you. Hot, she's looking uh, for you. Morgan. But more, more, more on the point is because you've decided you're going to live an intentional life because you've decided that you are you want to be happy, whatever that looks yeah. like for you, right? Everything is going to come and test. How bad do you want this, number one? And number Mm. two, everything is going to come to remind you why you can't have it. Mm. Especially if you're trying to live a life which is far more or higher than the one that you could easily just accept, right? Whatever your circumstance is, if you just decide to accept the baseline, you've accepted the baseline. Nothing's going to come and disrupt the feng shui. There we go. However, as soon as you say, I want to live above the baseline, I'm trying to do something that is disruptive, disruptive to my story, disruptive Mm -hmm. to my family line. Mm -hmm. 
disrupted to generations that have come before me and that for generations that will come after me disruptive for people in my local area as soon as you decide that I'm going to do something that is disruptive to culture that is disruptive to the narrative that people or statistics have written about me everything is going to come and try and pull you back to the baseline Mm. to get you back in line do you get what I mean so what I'm not trying to have happen is to have a community of sisters who are illusioned by the idea of nice pictures and likes on Instagram and not prepared to feel the very real tests and trials which are going to come up in your journey to achieving your vision because it's easy to it's easy to listen to a podcast that peps you up and be like yes sis you got this boss babe get on your ish get your money up and not see the fact that what happens when you go to a GP appointment and they now tell you cancer Or they now tell you, you can't have kids. Do you get what I mean? Or they now tell you, or your husband comes home and I cheated. Or do you get like Mm. these very real things that happen and we say, God forbid, not me, but you don't know. This is the thing. It's when you say it could never be me. It can never be me. Life is looking at you like. (laughs) You want to bet. You want to play with me? You want to (laughs) play? You want to play with me? Somebody say flirting? You want to... You want to play? You want to taste? You want to take me out? <laughs> you want to do, do a little dance for me? You want to dance for me? <laughs> you cheeky little thing. No, but biggest man thing, right? That's when, I, and I'm not saying this to get you skeptical, and I'm definitely not saying this to get you scared. Uh-huh. What I'm saying is, we need to have these kind of conversations so that we can get prepared. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Do you get what this I mean? This is turbulence, baby. You just stepped turbulence. onto a Ryanair flight. It's about to get. Oh, and you know they be shaking. They be- <laughs> shake it baby please don't break that one but one thing that's so beautiful about that that idea of turbulence is we're still going to make sure you get to where you're going we're still going to make sure that you land your wig might be off skew (laughs) your baggage may have broken okay you might (laughs) it might have been left behind but you got there you got there there. you You got there there. and that as a sisterhood we're getting to where we need to be we are getting to we are becoming who we are called to be we are becoming the women of impact Mm -hmm. we are becoming the women of community of vision of love we are becoming healed women Mm -hmm. but the journey's not gonna be smooth and it's easy to come into the year some of you probably have already been discouraged by the year You've probably experienced stuff. You've got a setback already. Which has come to set, set you back. back on the vision you casted just two weeks ago. <laughs> just two. <laughs> just two. We're here to tell you, sis, don't be thrown about. You threw it under the sofa, pull it back out again. Don't, don't put the vision board away. What did you expect? Literally today we had a meeting, Listen. right? Talking about pains, etc. And literally, one of the greatest influences in our life, right? Mm. Our pastor looked at us and was like, what did you expect? Yeah, yeah. And I've actually come to pose that to the rest of the world. As in? What did you expect? That, that really, I was. Just, I literally just sat there and I was just like, yeah, you're right. You, what you're right. did you expect? Because when it's when you are tried and tested, that's when you need to stand firm. All the affirmations, mm-hmm. all the like content that we take in, all of the um, just everything that affirms you, 
it's not for when things are good. It's for when things are <sighs> this bad. This is it. That's when you need those things the most. Even when we're thinking about like the vision board. The vision board is not for when things are, are good because you can see the good. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You can see it. You can see your vision. The vision board is for when things are hard. This is When it. there are, you know, tints over the window. When there are, you know, storms. When there are things that are threatening your happiness, threatening your vision. Mm -hmm. Because what is the first thing that people do when they are threatened? They close their eyes. Yeah. Their eyes are closed. Their vision is interrupted. Yeah. You have got to be prepared to keep your eyes on the vision this is it. when everything else is trying to divert your attention to the problems that you yes. see. You've got to be able to see the vision when the problems seem bigger than your this vision. This is it. You need to be able to like overcome it. And I don't want to come here and sit like a motivational speaker because I think a lot of them are abhorrent um, because it's very <laughs> abhorrent unrealistic mm. we're sitting here with you and i love the fact that you talked about you know the power of community and yes. sisterhood because that was something that was weighing heavily on my heart as you were speaking yeah. because many of us think that we're gonna do this alone and that's even part of the reason that we fail exactly. that's part of the reason that we lose sight of our vision yeah. because we 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 created and crafted a vision that surrounded and was built on ourselves yes but when you when the foundation of your vision is within other people, yeah. when you've allowed other people to invest in you and invest in your vision, even when you lose sight mm -hmm. of the vision, you have somebody else to come to. There are times where, <laughs> listen, there are times where I'm not seeing the vision. <laughs> My eyes are closed. It. Bills are here. <laughs> Bills are rocking. They're knocking on the door. Bailiffs. Unexpected Unex ones. Tax. <laughs> is knocking yep. on the door license is knocking and on the door and then something breaks and something you, 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 sisters have you ever had a bad day like a rolling <laughs> L no 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 like a no, rolling no, yeah. L it's getting where bigger. everything just snowballs yeah. everything goes bad yeah. that day from top to bottom you've woken up late mm -hmm. you have uh, work is mm -hmm. just coming on your neck somebody is shouting yep. at you your commute to work is dusty yep. you've lost something you come love on. you couldn't be able to go to the gym come your on. friend is pissing you off come like on. things are just your sister is being a cow uh -huh. your mom has decided <laughs> to go and tell you about something that has happened <laughs> Happens. Your neighbor is here collecting your mail yeah. and opening your mail. <laughs> All sorts of things. Rolling else. Yeah, have you yeah, ever had yeah. a bad day? Of course you have. Mm -hmm. You've probably already had your first bad day of 2022. Yeah. Bad week, bad life. Bad life. But that's the thing. Don't let a bad day make you think that you're going to have a bad life. Yeah. You need to have a vision and you need to have somebody else to remind you of this the vision when you are incapable of doing that, is which it. is why you listen to this podcast. Yeah. We're here to remind you today. You've had a bad day. Your life will not be bad. Come on. You've had a bad day. Your week will not be bad. Come on. You've had a bad day. We go again tomorrow. tomorrow. We go again. That sun is still coming up, baby. Go again. Come on. Because some of the problems that you're facing today, you're not going to be able to solve them today. Yeah. The problems you face today are relying on the you of tomorrow. Come on. Some of you are allowing the problems of today. You, you've rolled over and you've died. In yeah. fact, bury you loose. <laughs> in fact, <laughs> bury me loose. No, you know that thing. Don't put me in the Fam, coffin. Put me in the ground. Sometimes their problems will come. I'm like, ah, when I die, just bury me loose. <laughs> Don't give me a coffin. Bury me loose. These bills will uh, bury me. <laughs> or, you know, this problem will bury yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. are problems. There are some problems that require you to wake up afresh and anew yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Keep on going. <sighs> 
there is tomorrow to come. This is it. And sometimes when you have fallen, fam, that's when you need to tag team and hold on to a sister and say, sis. <sighs> and this is what I was about to, And the reason, a big reason why you need sisters in your life, sometimes the sisters see the punches coming before you do. Oh. Oftentimes, your <laughs> sis will be able to say, babes, it's a red flag. The flags are flagging. A sis will be able to say, I think you should go and get that checked. Yeah. I think that you should go to the GP. You know, just just having someone around you who can be counseled to you and let you know we've got to do something about this mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. now because I know where you're trying to get to and I refuse to let you forget. Yep, 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 yep. I won't let you forget where it is that you are going and what it is you're trying to achieve. And I know that life has come and tried to shake the hope out of you, right? Mm. But you've got a vision. Uh -huh. And so whilst we may have encountered a roadblock and an obstacle, we're still making sure we're getting to where we said we're going to go to. And this is why it's important for your, your vision to not just be about the things. It's about what are the things that are going to be birthed in you. Mm. Who is the woman that you are actually becoming, Hello, right? Somebody. The end of the vision isn't about the house. It's not about the car. It's about the woman who can manage money. Mm -hmm. It's about the woman who can work hard. Mm -hmm. It's about the woman who has confidence enough mm -hmm. to say, pay me my worth. Yep. It's about the woman who says, I'm not taking anybody's BS. That's what it's about. The vision is to bring out the woman. Do you yeah. get what I mean? That's yeah. what the vision is there for. It's not just for the things. And so whilst life might have come and knocked you off kilter because it's come to tell you, you can't have the things, you need to look life in the eye and said, but I'm becoming the woman. Come I don't on. care. Yes. I don't care. I'm becoming the woman. And so I don't care what you give me. I'm taking what I want. <laughs> Ooh, hello, somebody, where's my hat? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't get, wow. and so, like sometimes girls, it's time for us to put on our big girl panties and transition from this place of saying, what is life going to hand to me? Mm. We've come from very rough backgrounds, mm. right? <laughs> not angles of I'm not talking about my aunties. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, we, and, and I think a lot of us, whether you grew up in a household like that, but you can relate, social media, reality TV, mm -hmm. tabloids, a lot has shown us that, quote unquote, men are trash. The, the relationships don't work, right? Yep, yep. A lot of the times when I tell myself that I want to get married, I'm confronted with the idea of my own past failures in relationships. I'm confronted with some of the guilt and the shame that I feel about some of my past situations. Yeah. I'm also confronted with the reality of what I was exposed to. And the fact that quite frankly, it's only up until recently at the big age of 24 that I saw healthy examples of marriage, yeah. right? And it still sometimes doesn't give me enough hope, right? To think, can I have that? Do you get what I mean? Can I have that me, right? Question ain't about what life is going to give me and yep, whether this yep. man or men decide to act right. It's about the fact that this is the vision I've got for my life. I'm going to get married and I'm going to have kids and my kids are going to grow up in a healthy home, which means they've got to have a healthy mother and a healthy father. So I don't care if all men are getting it right. I'm becoming the woman. Come on. I'm becoming the woman that picks right. I'm becoming the woman who doesn't take the 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 counterfeits that come before the one Absolutely that's actually for not. me and i'm also becoming the woman who is content not having so that i can wait for what's right because mm, that's another thing that is another thing the question of time 
this is why we're having this episode. <laughs> the, question the question of time. Because like I said, we're 24. A lot of our bigger sisters will be looking at us like, you're wet around the ears. You ain't seen something, nothing yet. Bruh. And yet society will now say, well, your time's ticking. It's about that time. <laughs> I brought home an eligible suitor. You started thinking about children. You started thinking about X, Y, Z. And whilst there are biological realities, that doesn't necessarily mean we must rush. Because so, I love the fact that you talked about becoming the woman because these things flow from the woman. Yeah. Having a kid before your time will be detrimental. To you detrimental and the child. To you and the child. <laughs> yeah. As someone who has seen and has experienced, <laughs> when you are birthed into a family and you are, you know, you're wanted, but you are not sufficiently... I think many people, when they think of the idea of having a kid, it sounds really great. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I've, I've fulfilled my um, realities as a woman. And yeah. having, I've, co- you know, I've become a mother. I've become a mother, right? And it makes me think of like, when we think of like fathers, for example, mm. the distinction between you may be somebody's, you know, dad. dad, but are you really their father? Are you there to father them? And we do need to think about the implications and the consequences of the decisions we make yeah. on other people yeah. and the universe and the world yeah. beyond our desire to fulfill societal expectations mm. of us. So we Come want on. to be a mother or, you know, we want to have a child. Rather, we want to have a child, but are we ready to be a mother? Right. We want to have, you know, the million dollar business, but are we ready to to be a CEO? Come on. Right. We want to, you know, get married, but are we ready to be a wife? This is it. Really? A wife to a person. This is not a figment of our imagination. How many women think of like when we think of oh my big wedding day? I know everything I want for my wedding, but do you know everything you want for your marriage? For your marriage. Because beyond the day, you will have to wake up to this. This man could snore. He could snort. No, no, no. Yeah, he could yeah, yeah. snort. He like could eat with his tractor. mouth open. And we've already discussed, you know, his feet. <laughs> are you prepared for that? <laughs> and this is not to say spend your entire because Lord knows women are bombarded 100%. with everything around femininity. Becoming a wife. Yeah, 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 yeah. But beyond that, mm-hmm. are you ready to really, really understand the implications? that these things that we see as like arbitrary Mm. parts of womanhood, are you ready? Mm. And not even are you ready, are you ready to become? Because sometimes- Are you willing? Are you willing? Are you willing? Because it is challenging. I know that there's some mothers listening to to this thinking, you sisters, guys, you guys do not understand that this is a lifelong, you're Mm. bringing life into the Mm. world. So it's okay if you have reservations and you want to hesitate and really think about whether you're ready for the commitment of having a kid. 100%. I personally want kids, yeah. but I also understand that this is a lifelong 100%. commitment. And I'm prepared to take my time. Yes. Because the offspring of this womb, <laughs> they're going to be healthy. 100%. They're going to be healthy. And they're going to have what they need. So I they won't be rushed. They will have a healthy mother. I will not be rushed. Right? And like, we often think of like, oh, the biological realities, but mm. that's not the only thing to take into consideration. Mm. We need mm. to think about the financial implications. Yes. We need to think of the emotional burden. that Do you is. have the help? Do you people have the infrastructure? Mate, people, and this is why, again, sisterhood, village building, because it takes a village to raise a child. Some of you don't even have healthy relationships with your family members, okay? Hey, yo, I was literally having a conversation earlier with one of my friends around the fact that many of us think that 
in order to, you know, break generational curses, all that kind of stuff, we have to focus on the generation ahead. Well, actually, no, you need to fix on the blueprints you currently have. It's a cross. Honestly, we are so prideful thinking that we're going to do better when our turn comes. Well, really, this is like, these are inbuilt psychological frameworks that we have. If you do not fix what you already have, you are starting with a house of cards. You are betting on your will. Come on. You are betting purely on yourself. And let me tell you something about human nature, sweetie. You are fallible. Mm -hmm. You are fallible. And listen, you're great. You're fantastic. You're wonderful. We love you. But you have flaws. Hmm. And there are some flaws that will only become apparent in the context. Yes. They will only become apparent when you have the kids. How often do you, like, when I think of, like, you know, my own parents and I think of the areas where they may have not necessarily done the best in... Mm. I hear it because they're human now. Because mm. I'm older, I can understand. Mm. When I when I think of, you know, potentially having kids, my thought is not necessarily, I'm going to correct what my parents did here. I'm going to correct. It's not purely on that. Yeah. How can I mend the relationship that I have with my parents yeah. in order to inform how I go through in the future? Yeah. Not from a place of hurt. Because sometimes we can even think about like, when we're thinking about like our future generation and our, you know, relationships and mm. stuff like that, we think that we can repair from a place of hurt. hurt. It's not possible. Mm. You can only, um, you can only repair from a place of being healed. Yeah. Have you ever seen some, a broken tool fixing to, a broken thing? Have you seen on. a broken hammer trying to, um, have you tried to come like nail on. something with like a broken tool? Mm. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Cause you're there trying to hold the tool together like a this. Word. You're literally the tool is about to break yeah. in order to fix something yeah. else. Yeah. And now instead of building what you're meant to be building, building that child, right. you're here trying to keep yourself together Just about. more than you can pour out. And then you resent your kid and the cycle begins again. So stop waiting for a new cycle to break an entire generational yeah. framework. Go back. Yes. First. And to the sisters who you are currently at that stage where you ain't got to think about kids anytime soon enjoy the selfish years enjoy the time to just do you okay when it's just you your girls you can be on your emily in paris i ain't good at much but i'm living my best (laughs) life okay just do what you want to do right because there's this beautiful Hmm. um there was a video i was watching recently from a lady and she was saying because the thing is the day you give birth to the child the mother is born to a lot of us are trying in hopes right to Hmm. to We're trying to cut short a much needed season so that we can enter into something new. Forgetting once you give birth to something, you can't unbirth it. There we go. Right? So once you become the mother, you can't then go back to being the single babe. That's it. Ever. Ever. That's it. Do you get what I mean? It's done. What's birthed can't be unbirthed, right? Once you create the six-figure company, the seven-figure company, what's birth can't be unbirthed. Mm. You have staff now. You have accounts now. The government know your name now. Okay. HMRC or what do they call it? 100% the tax person. (laughs) (laughs) Uncle Sam, the IRS. There we go. Whoever is taking your tax, they know your name. It's like they they, know your name. It's like they wait for you. As soon as you register We're waiting for The thing is, everyone is waiting for you to manifest, baby. This is the thing. Everyone is waiting for you to manifest, sweetie. The tax man needs you to manifest. He is waiting. He's like, damn, when does six figure business coming <laughs> everyone is betting <laughs> on you sweetheart on you. 
<laughs> honest to God, everyone is waiting for you to manifest, but what has been birthed and what has been manifested cannot be made unmanifest. No, it can't. Do you get what I mean? Once you've given birth to it, it's here now. It's here now. And now it's birthed something new in you. It requires something new of you. So don't rush it. Mm. Because when you give birth to the new thing, you have to bury something else. Ooh. Do you get what I mean? You have to wave goodbye. That was you have to wave goodbye so many of us this year mm. as we're pursuing becoming the women that we want mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. are going to have to bury the girl we used to be and she was comfortable Not she was funeral. fun 100 percent. she was comfortable she was fun she, she did what she wanted she was impulsive so, she was she said what was on her mind so some of you are going to have to wave goodbye r.i.p to the girl you used to know shout out to Ruth, rita aura uh, <laughs> it's the fact you're even wearing the red lipstick that's what's killing me <laughs> you know when singers sing over the mic actually hit, sing from the nose Renee sing from the <laughs> and this is the problem with like social media we were never meant to have this much yeah, access to what to people s- have to say or think to of. so many people's opinions right I don't care. and so so i know some of you are so confused not by this podcast but so confused <laughs> in general like yeah, you're walking yeah. with a mind of confusion mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you have the voices of a million people yeah, in your head yeah irrelevant people and that's that. why you feel like you're going crazy because irrelevant. you're being pulled in so many different directions trying to live the lives of so many different people who are living their lives out loud and it's no problem consume content all you want right you listen to me and renee you follow your faves on twitter on instagram wherever you follow them on tiktok but you're still curating and creating your own life you have to walk that out with as much clarity as possible and i think that's where i wanted to kind of wanted to etch into this podcast right get grounded in something which is unshakable, yeah. right? For us, it's our faith. I can't really speak about anything else. But for you, it may be your faith. It may be community. It may be a, a, a deep sense of whatever. I don't know. Get grounded in something, child. Take the digital toolkit and look at the spirituality oh, yeah, segment. Baby. Because it's so important to get shaken, um, to get grounded in something which is unshakable because like we said life wants to fight life wants to tussle okay it will beat you and it's no i do not be shamed if you get shaken from time to time oh hundred you might even get knocked out Uh, don't be don't be ashamed if you fall down from time to time get rooted in something which you can go back to in the times when because you will cry Mm-hmm. And I never want, especially with this boss babe culture, for the girls to feel like they need to be ashamed of or apologize for getting overwhelmed, mm-hmm. for not having it figured mm-hmm. out, for crying mm-hmm. in their beds mm-hmm. at night. You're never too old for a good cry, for literally having to go. Sometimes I literally have to crawl into my mom's lap and just be like, I'm going to cry now. Yeah. Like, I'm still a kid. I don't know what the 100%. hell I'm doing. My dad has to call me all the time to be like, babes, are you all right? Mm-hmm. Like the other day we were talking, I was just like, Mwah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> there will be moments where you're just like, know. oh, like, I'm, I'm done with this. Yesterday girl. I was on top of the world. Today I have no confidence in myself whatsoever. Right? Those days will happen. Do not be ashamed of it. You're still that girl. Okay? The issue here is when those days do come, now that you can't stand on your own confidence, now that you can't stand on your mm. own reassurance, mm. what are you standing on? Because mm. if you're not standing on anything, you're going to die here. Oh, 
R-I-P. If you have nothing anchoring you, if you have nothing keeping you rooted, if you have nothing keeping you sane, if, there, if there's nobody to come and talk to you and remind you, even if you are alone, to remind you of the fact that you are going to get through this, have hope, how are you going to get back up? Because we go through life thinking that we're not going to have those days mm. or just assuming that now I have my plan and now I have my vision, those days won't come. It is a guarantee yeah. that you will have a bad yeah. day. Even as you listen to this podcast, you are going to have a bad day at some point in the next few weeks. <laughs> and when you do, come back to this podcast. <laughs> come back, come back, come 100%. here, come here, honey. Let's 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 regroup. You know, you've uh, Mike Tyson who just took out your teeth. Again. Come back to this episode, okay? Yeah. When that happens to you, come back to this episode. Go to a sister. 100. Go to somebody. But really, really understand that these are inevitable. Yeah. Staying down does not have to be mm. inevitable. Okay? Yes. We think that because we've been knocked out once, the knockout is for a lifetime. Come on. The knockout is for a season, baby. Come on. Get ready. Get out. Come like, on. dip out of the fight, but the fight continues hmm. once you get back in the ring. Come on. And this is why okay. you've got to have confidence for the one that's in your corner. Cause sis, let me let you know something. All of us have written down these visions and stuff. God has an even bigger vision for you. He, the vision he has for your life, the vision God has for your life is so big. It would blow your socks off. Honestly. Do you get what I mean? You have to have faith in God. A lot of us get so shaken by life. So shaken by everything that's happening around you, right? But I'm here to remind you that vision you have for your life is a picture and it's only a part of the picture of what God has planned for you. And his plans are not going to fail, right? His plans are going to come true. Your faith isn't in the vision that you wrote. It's not just in the vision board. It's not just in achieving that part of the picture. It's the fact that someone has a plan for me mm. and someone has promised me something. My, my, my faith isn't in this. It's mm. not in what I'm doing and it's not in what I get. My faith is in the fact that the one who gave it to me and the one who called me he's able to do it that's it right my confidence isn't in me and mm -hmm. so when I feel sad when I feel like I let myself down today I don't have to put all my confidence in me yeah, my on. confidence is in someone who always shows up my confidence is in someone who doesn't lie do you know what I mean and this is why faith is so important faith in something bigger than you because I personally have a little bit of a gripe of like sometimes the self-empowerment mm. the self like this the self everything yeah. right self-confidence self this and I think sometimes when you're thinking about because let me just be real and honest because it's our podcast we produce it these are our mics Maybe. I sometimes get confused my career I don't know. I'm YOLOing. I have been YOLOing for nearly the last four years. YOLO. Big letters. Why? YOLO. L-O. Okay. YOLO. I haven't got this all figured out, right? And I get all these ideas to do all these crazy things. And sometimes I get scared mm -hmm. by the magnitude of everything that I see. Mm -hmm. The magnitude of everything that I want to build TMS into. Mm -hmm. The magnitude of the impact work that we want to have all across the world. Mm -hmm. It scares the crap out of Mate. me, right? When it comes to things like marriage. Like I said, I didn't grow up seeing seeing healthy marriages the idea of having a marriage and being there for the rest of your life scares the crap out of me right sometimes I think about my past Jeez. traumas and it makes me wonder am I going to be able to handle this am I ever going to be healed am I ever going to have a, a fully solved relationship with the people in my life not just romantically but everyone right sometimes you get 
doubtful. Yep. Kids, I already told y'all I got PCOS. Okay. Sometimes I'll be questioning <laughs> things every damn day. <laughs> I question all of these things and I can't just tell myself, you'll be okay, Courtney, because you're fabulous. Because I know the days when I wasn't fabulous. Uh you'll be okay Courtney because you always make things work I have been through in a lot of hot water that people have had to bail me out of I can't just say I'm gonna conjure up all this hope within myself because I know like you said and sis you gotta accept this I am fallible Mm -hmm. and whilst I am still being gentle to myself whilst I'm still being kind to myself whilst I am still deciding that I won't keep myself in the shackles of my own shame and in my own past and in the mistakes that I used to make I still have to accept that I will make mistakes Mm -hmm. right and I have to be okay I'm gonna make mistakes with my kids I'm not going to be the perfect mother because I'm not a perfect person Mm -hmm. do you get what I mean Mm -hmm. I have to accept that I'm gonna make mistakes as a wife I'm gonna make mistakes as a CEO I'm gonna make mistakes as your best friend right I'm going to make mistakes as the host of this podcast I'm going to make mistakes I'm not always going to get it right I alleviate that pressure off myself and I put it onto the one who has proven he is perfect Mm. do you get what I mean who has proven that even when I can't understand it even when I don't fully get it even when it doesn't look like the way I wanted it to be I can put my hope in someone who has proven themselves to always be faithful yeah right so when someone looks at me and says, you have PCOS, your chances of having kids are, are lowered. Well, then if I might not have kids the way I initially thought I would, I know I'm still going to be a mother, right? My hope is in someone who will make it happen 100%. In, a, in a way that I might not understand, right? But also, even if I don't have kids and I don't have the presence of kids in my life, it's fine because I know my fulfillment does not come I'll, from it oh, doesn't I'm come from so that it doesn't that. come from just that thing right because i don't know the full picture it goes back to the dilemma at the beginning mm. i don't know the full picture mm-hmm. i don't know what i don't know the the fullness of what makes me happy because mm-hmm. i haven't experienced mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. in the world mm-hmm. so in my head right now because of what society Boy. has told me and the films that i have seen Everything is telling me kids will bring you the most peak of your fulfillment. It might not be that. I was literally about to say, they are so, and it's actually perfectly fine. And maybe it sounds revolutionary, but I don't believe that every woman needs to be a mother. At all. And it's okay to not want to have kids. Whatever, and and the thing is, just because you've planned it for your life doesn't mean it has to happen. It's okay. Just because you want it doesn't mean it has to happen. And it also doesn't mean that that's all that's going to make you happy. When I was a teenager, there was a whole bunch of stuff that I wanted. Thick clothes that I find very ugly now (laughs) that I would have stolen. Hey, hey. Those clothes. No, but biggest man thing, right? If you think about it, the boys we used to cry over. The things that we didn't get that we used to ball over, right? The, no, but biggest man thing, when we, we were talking about this the other day, when yeah. we think about the, the things we used to want yeah. so bad and we used to think my life will not be fulfilled till I get this. When you look back, you think, damn, I was tripping. Down bad. I was going- Minus 100 to the city Honest girls. to God. <laughs> Minus 100. Boo, tomatoes <laughs> on that girl. <laughs> we need something harder. <laughs> Like a baseball bat. We got to throw back. Dude, get her <laughs> off the stage. <laughs> She's terrible. I, do you remember like uh, the crushes that we used to have? Exactly. On some of the most mediocre exactly. men. Exactly. And that's not to say don't want what you want. 
want it, right? But don't put all of your hope in and it. And don't assume that entire fulfillment will come as a result of having of these that, things. Of that specific How many thing. times have we like worked towards something, got it, and then felt, yeah, I kind of want something else. Now. Yeah. And there's more. always that more. Like this is one of the things my older sister told me. Um, and she was like, Courtney, don't listen to anyone pressuring you to get married, right? Because when you mm. get married, the pressure is just, it's not going to be it's removed. Go it's just going to switch. Oh, the pressure is now, when are you going to have kids? Once you have the kids, when are you going to have another kid? Once you have that kid, when are you going to get the bigger house? When you get the bigger house, when are you going to start a property portfolio? When you do that, so what are you doing after retirement? Next thing, now the kids have left the house, what are you going to do? There's always a next. There's always a next. There's always another. Okay? Sis, as you maneuver this, I want you to be confident in the fact that controversial, you're not going to have this figured out you're not going to get all of the answers. It's funny that it sounds so controversial. A hundred percent. But you're liberate not. yourself. But people make careers out of telling you it's easy to figure all of this out. Oh, do you get what I mean? This is how you do, this is in the 10 step plan. In fact, they ask you, in fact, you have to pay them to help you figure it out. How many people are like, but we're here come to, to me and I'll help you figure your life out. I will out. help you figure your life out. The truth is there ain't a whole figure. There is so much about the world. Scientists are still trying to discover. Do we don't know ah. about 90% of the sea. There's so much. <laughs> that re- no, 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 no. We don't that know. That really bothers me. Though. We don't know. Do you ever think about that? Do you know how vast the universe is and how big space is for us to think we'll have it all figured out? And even if you feel like you have got it all figured out, what happens when something you didn't see coming comes? That's the beauty of life, right? That's why you journey with people. Mm. That's why you, d- you give yourself room to love. You give yourself room to hurt. You give yourself mm-hmm. room to explore you give yourself room to evolve because you don't have it all figured out the woman that you need to be right now might only be the woman you need to be for the next two years and then in two years time she's gonna have to switch Uh, because life has changed new industries have been birthed new ideas have come to your mind right have you ever been in the shower right and had like an in fact for example right when i called you and i was like do you think we should start a podcast right and we started a podcast. Yeah, We're nearly yeah. at a million downloads, yeah? yeah? Whilst listening I... <laughs> to this, if you want to go back and stream some of oh, our 100% get episodes. us there But before I called you, none of this was in your life. Exactly. None of this Crazy. was in my life. Crazy. That moment switched everything. And that moment when we had that call, when we decided we would create a podcast, changed our work schedules, Mm -hmm. changed the way we had to study. It changed the dynamic of our friendship. It changed our finances. Mm -hmm. The women we are now, if it wasn't for a moment, wouldn't have existed. Do you get what I mean? So if you get so caught up to 2020, uh, March 2020, Renee, who didn't know about TMS coming, right? March 2020, Courtney, who had 12 pounds in her bank account, bear in mind, who didn't know that TMS was coming, who didn't know that um, she was going to have a six-figure year in 2021. If you go back to that person, if they had held on to everything they thought and knew and had planned, we wouldn't be here because this wasn't in our plans. It was not. Do you get what I mean? And that's what I'm saying. There is far greater beyond your plans. So don't get so hung up on the manifestation. Sis, the wo- you're about to manifest the woman, not the thing. Come on. Okay? And hold on to that. That's why you maintain your sanity. Mm-hmm. That's why you keep your peace. That's, that's why it. you don't go back to the toxic people. We often get all those ad- dilemmas. 
how do you stop yourself from feeling lonely how do you stop yourself from going back to toxic people mm. because i'm committed to manifesting the woman yep not just the things right i don't just want to look good i don't just want to feel good i want to be good yes, okay i want to be the woman. the woman so the vision you've written for yourself for 2022 or for the next five years of your life whatever it is it's just groundwork. It's literally groundwork. Foundational it's just stuff. Groundwork. Foundational stuff. And one thing that was like literally going through my mind as you were speaking was even the idea of failures. Mm. There will be there will be failures that yeah. exist. There will be failures, yeah. but you will not fail. This is it. You will not fail. This is it. We need to remove the whole I will fail from yeah. our vocabulary. As We've a said it in an episode there before. Will be. Just because you failed doesn't make you a you failure. You are not a failure. There will be failures. Come on. There will be testing times. There will be trials. Hundred. There will be, you know, people that surprise you in a bad way. Mm-hmm. There will be health scares. There will be all sorts of things that are trying to drag you down. Mm-hmm. Life will manifest its greatest enemies. Mm-hmm. You know what makes me laugh? That, um... That saying <laughs> that God gives his biggest battles to his, his strongest, strongest soldiers. soldiers. And I'm just like, oh, Lord God, I'm not a frontliner. <laughs> I'm in the back. Mm-hmm. As your ambition grows, understand that your enemies, they, they too shall be. Oh, they fact, are training for you, boy. They are said, training for she you. Said, what? She wants to fight against the base. <laughs> she wants to fight against the state. I'm going to beat her. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fight. I'm going to fight her. Yeah. <laughs> no biggest word no literally you need to understand that when you are you need to conceptualize this as a war yeah okay as the moment the moment you wake up and say decide i'm going to become that Mm -hmm. woman it's not something that's always pretty it's not it it. doesn't always look like affirmations it doesn't always look like your green juice in the morning you gotta wake up and understand baby we're going to war we are going to we're going to war for her come on we're going to war for me the her that come on every single day come on this is it you need to armor up this is because life is gonna come to beat you they're sending their best soldiers depending on how big your ambition is life is preparing its best soldiers to drag you you down why because if you want to be the champions champions have to win a fight they have to win so that means you gotta get ready to throw some hands you've got to fight how are titles obtained there you go through fighting literally i was going through my old tweets the other day and i tweeted something which encouraged me so thank you (laughs) pascal i tweeted Sometimes, like most times we think about life as a race, right? Mm. You're not in a race. You're in a battle. There we go. That's it. It's not a race. You're not, listen. Yeah, running against me. No, you no, know, no, no, yeah, no, no, no. You're against, fighting. I'm running against the world. You're fighting. You're fighting you. You're fighting against the world. There we go. You are fighting, okay? So you are going to take some blows and you're going to dish some blows too, okay? Oh, and see. on this side, on the, this side of the system, we ain't losers. Absolutely. We ain't. When we say we throw hands and if you got to get your gang to throw hands too, we throw hands okay you know what there was, do you know that that saying that was like um we in the kingdom but we from the south <laughs> we from the south side the south okay side so me kingdom. and my girls you know what we're gonna do to gang up on life we're gonna pray we're gonna remind ourselves of the vision we're gonna get healthy we're going to do everything past the challenges to win this is the thing and all these things right the the you know the affirmations the community building mm-hmm. this is training this is it this is camp when you come to to my sisters it's not just about you know the niceness and 
the cuteness mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And hey, boss babes, gorgeous, gorgeous girls. <laughs> this is also boot camp. We right? go in a war. Baby. This is why you listen to this podcast. This podcast is training. It's boot camp because yep. your trials are coming. Yeah, your tests are coming. Your battles are coming. Come and on, you will win. Come okay, on. you will win. There's only Come winners on. on this side, baby. 100%. You may lose a battle, but you but will not lose this war. This war, we win in that. Win How in about that? that? And the reason why we need to come and do it together is mm-hmm. there are evils that we see every day in the world, there right? We, we need to gang up fully on the lack of girls' education there in certain go. parts of the world. There we go. Access or lack of access to good medical care. There we lack go. of research into certain women's reproductive 100%. issues, right? We need to gang up and we fight these kind of powers. 110%. We fight these kind of structures. We fight these kinds of injustices. But we can't do that if, if every soldier is down on their luck. Bad. Down bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> the girls are going to war. You're out here talking about my boyfriend didn't call me. If you don't put your armor on, go and get your sword. <laughs> I was literally about to say the same thing. Pack it in. Because sometimes the fight, I'm sorry, man, damn. <laughs> Sometimes we got to go to war against y'all too. We got to go to war against y'all too. And we need a couple of sisters because we got one sister down bad. Over Mandem. Over Mandem. Don't talk to your friend. What? No, but biggest man thing, there's so many things that we as women, okay, we're definitely going off side, but there's so, there's so many things and society is going to want to come and distract you. It's going to want to also pressure you and push you into certain things. And it's also going to want to to fool you into thinking you can have it all figured out and that you can achieve it all at the same time, right? You can't embrace the unknown because also where a lot of us are taught to be scared of of the unknown. Oftentimes the most beautiful things come from the unknown. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, The most beautiful things come from the unexplainable. There we go. And it's not having the things that will help you beat the unknown. It's becoming the woman. It's only the woman with the attributes to handle the unknown that will win. Not the woman with the things. And that's why the woman that you're meant to become, she can handle anything. 100%. For example... Learning the skills to fight are better than having the weapons. Because what happens when you get somebody who isn't killed by any of the weapons you have? And then you're reminded you're under-equipped. The final boss. No, biggest man (laughs) thing, you're under-equipped. You spent your years collecting all of these things. Now you've been confronted by something. And this is the entire uh, thing of this episode. You've now been confronted with something which cannot be solved by the things that you've collected, by the things that you have. You can't buy your way out of the issue. That nice car in your driveway isn't going to get you out of this situation. Do you get what I mean? Sometimes that's why you've got to become the woman. Sometimes the things that you collect will bring you more problems. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And if your confidence can't be in the things because it can't solve everything. Back to that analogy. If you get confronted with something and then you realize I am under-equipped, that's going to knock you out. out Done out here. Become the woman who, I don't know the issues that are ahead of of me in my life, but I just hope I've become the woman who can handle it. Mm. That's it. Mm, That's mm, it. mm, mm. And then the nice things that come out of it, they're beautiful manifestations. They're beautiful signs of what has happened in my Mm. life. I like nice things. Buy me things. However... This isn't it. This Take is all of that away from me. That woman is here. That's right. 
and she'll be here because there will be even that right when we collect the things some of us lose the things are you still the woman standing that had the things when the things are no longer and that's, present? And you can get the things and lose the woman. There we go. Don't lose the Fight for the woman. Fight, fight for, for the sanity. Fight for the healing. Fight for the ability to make peace within yourself. Mm. Fight for the ability to be content. Mm. Fight for the ability to be resourceful. Fight for the ability to be a good leader. Mm. Fight for this mastery and the skill set. Fight for the education. Fight for the fact that no matter where you put me and no matter what circumstance you put me in, I'm a win. That's it. I feel like that's going to be the new term for like season three of TMS. I'm going to win. You win. That's it. Winner's circle. Winning team. people, when they win, winning team. Winning team. Winner's circle. 100%. Women win. And that's the beauty of this sisterhood and this friendship we have. Whenever we go through anything... We always remind each other, but you're going to win. 100%. You're going to come out of this You're going to. In fact, it is imperative that you win. This is just a part of the story. We always, this is just a part of the story. This is it. This is just a part of the book. And that's literally, this is just a part of the autobiography. This is what gives it character. This is what gives it flair. This is the role. (laughs) It's giving you a story arc. This is the Ryanair flight. But you're going to win. That's it. Have Fundamental. To. Have a sister in your ear who can remind you not of the things, not just of the buy this, buy that, but you're going to win. Mm. Whatever winning looks like. And I'm here to fight with you. We're going to war, baby. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We tag teaming, baby. 100%. When you're tired, tag me in. And I'm going to be there. And that's why you also got to stay charged up, not just for yourself, but for your sisters this too. This is even another Because when she's down bad, she might need me. She- and a lot of us say, no, but I'm going through my own stuff. I don't want to be there. I know like eldest son- daughter syndrome, for example. And this is why we've got to heal from a lot of these stuff. Because false responsibility can make you stop wanting to serve well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you're needed in service. This is the thing. And you need to understand that when you do come into positions of like abundance or overflow, it's not for you. Yes. It's not for you. This is why we need to be community minded and community oriented. We've become people who covet obsessive Mm. and obscene amounts of resources without understanding that it's really about powering a village it's really about seeing other people win what's the point in hoarding all of these things if you know that your sisters are struggling struggling all over the world people be like i don't want to struggle i don't want to struggle cool but there's people that are struggling just because you got out don't mean we all out and we ain't one till we're all out And we're not doing that whole self-made mentality we all strapping up (laughs) we all got the glock okay Not to say that we uh, no weapons. No, we no, don't. No, like, actual weapons. That's why I'd be training. <laughs> Just in case somebody comes for Courtney. We're going to war. <laughs> We're going to war. Okay, so yeah. understanding that even the training that you do, sometimes it's not in order to defend your honor, mm. but to defend the sister's honor. This is why sisterhood is so important. You're defending each other's honor. 100%. We need to become a a sisterhood of honor. Honorable women. <sighs> honorable women defined internally no 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 we need to actually we need to do another episode because that is a whole topic that like anyway ladies (laughs) we have kept you long enough thank you so much for listening to today's episode (laughs) this was just the gist and chat hopefully this little after show uh, might come out Um, (laughs) we'll see so (laughs) you might have a little bit of tms extra coming towards you but thank you so so much for listening to this episode we hope that this has helped you we hope that it has encouraged you i know it may not have been the most succinct (laughs) episode however 
um it's important for us to just have these honest vulnerable conversations as conversations as women yeah. as growing and evolving women we will revisit this um as the years evolve yeah. and we will see where we are at but we want to hear where you are at Absolutely. and so leave a comment here on youtube or you can join the sisterhood at to my sisterhood on instagram on twitter to drum up a conversation share your thoughts your feelings where you are at we want to hear from and of course you can come and say hi to us individually at the lovely renee kapuku the lady with the red lips and at cd boating the lady with the lovely marley braids come on now did somebody say oh fabulous <laughs> fabulous <laughs> <laughs> do you know what killed me there was a comment that was like um you know they took the sisters took us seriously when they were like what um accents should we butcher oh and somebody was like you should do uh jamaican i said baby oh girl i said baby <laughs> oh girl, girl you funny because <laughs> <laughs> the, I- the island girl's gonna come for hundred percent but if you are an island girl please there's so many islands I know. there's jamaica <sighs> jamaica guatemala the bahamas barbados barbados dominican oh. republic we tried we tried there you go before somebody somebody comes we'll work on it we'll, yeah, work, we'll on work on it, it and we'll present it back <laughs> maybe we should do accent challenge anyways I'll just um also don't forget to get your vision digital toolkit www.tomysisters.com and also if you are looking for that therapist you can get 10 percent <laughs> off share it with a brother no but biggest um, man thing it's true betterhelp.com slash to my sisters yes, you your gotta therapy get journey. that betterhelp.com forward slash to my sisters <laughs> get that therapy it's necessary yeah it is and ladies our visions challenge for january is coming to a swift end so mm-hmm. i hope that you guys have been reading your books because we'll be giving a hundred pounds gbp mm-hmm. or whatever equivalent currency to a sister at the beginning of next month Mm -hmm. other than that make sure you are signed up to our weekly mailing list www oh my god i said so many go to to my sisters.com there we go (laughs) girl where you going today it's late in the evening baby to my sisters.com whatever comes before (laughs) comes before but sign up there so you don't miss out on when new episodes come out new blog posts come out new bits and pieces tips and tricks book recommendations galore Wow, what an episode. What an episode. episode. Sisters, it has been a pleasure. It's been an honor. We bid you farewell. Um, We love you loads. And as always, always. keep glowing and growing. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com